0: You're listening to The Man Project Podcast with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? We're here twice a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. Subscribe to our podcast or download our free app in the iTunes Store or Google Play. Find it all at manprojectpodcast.com. Now, back to the show.
1: What's up and welcome back to another installment of Ask Ted. I hope you're having a kick-ass Wednesday and I'm about to make it even better because I got a great short story for you before we start. I was in Vero Beach visiting my dad. He just had uh, some minor surgery done, wanted to make sure he was recovering well and his physical rehabilitation was going well. And I learned that right up the street from where he lives in Bureau Beach is a Navy SEAL museum in Fort Pierce, Florida. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, I got to go to that. And so I did. And I went there. It was just amazing. There's all these artifacts from World War II, from Vietnam, from, from uh, you know Iraq, and all these other things that the SEALs have done and you get to see their stories and you see what they've done in the past and the advancement and evolution of of the SEAL training and the, the equipment. It was just amazing, very powerful. And they have artifacts from World War II, uh, like Nazi stuff and the Japanese army, like helmets and, and a samurai sword and flags that were signed by by the, the underwater demolitions team. And they even have the Maersk lifeboat that was hijacked by the Somalian pirates. If you uh, watched uh, uh, that news when it went down a few years back, and if you've seen the movie Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks, they had that Maersk lifeboat and you, you see where uh, they haven't replaced the glass that was shot out. So, it, and, and you get to look inside of it. You're not really supposed to go inside, but I, I peeked my head in and checked it out. And really cool. They they have all that. And then outside they have a obstacle course. So you can go and do like the SEAL training obstacle course, the one that they use for their, uh, I guess their their basic SEAL training, the physical stuff. Unfortunately, I was in flip-flops and jeans with a sunburn. So I didn't really get to partake in too much of that. But I did swing on the ropes and did did a few of the other things. And very cool. So if you're in that area, definitely check it out. Or if you're going to be in that area on vacation, definitely check it out. It's like eight bucks to go for an adult. I mean, ridiculous. And, and you get to go there and check everything out. And I bought a shirt for my dad uh, because he actually didn't go with us. He's still kind of recovering. Um, so, And I bought a book And uh, just to support the place. But what I wanted to read for you, so go to that place, check it out if you're in the area or going to be in the area. But I wanted to read for you the Navy SEAL ethos. It's on a, a statue out there. And I just thought there's so many lessons in this ethos that we can apply. And I wanted to share with you this because this is how the most elite warriors of the world think. So let me get to it. It's called The Navy Seal Ethos Forged by Adversity. I'm a common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. My trident is my symbol of honor and heritage. I must earn it every day. I accept the full responsibility of my chosen profession and way of life. I serve with honor on and off the battlefield. My word is my bond. Uncompromising integrity is my standard. My character is steadfast. If knocked down, I will get back up every time. I am never out of the fight. The lives of my teammates and the success of our mission depend on me. I am innovative and disciplined. My training is never complete. I do not advertise the nature of my work nor seek recognition for my actions. I persevere and thrive on adversity. I train for war and fight to win. I will never quit. I will not fail. Wow. That is some powerful stuff. It kind of even, you know, chokes me up a little bit reading it because uh, just having been there and seen all the stories, I mean, there's so many things. Uh, in that. And I'll just go over a few of them. I mean, I am a common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. That means we're all kind of the same. The only thing that's different is our desire and how we take action on it and how they earn it every day. It's not like they get to a certain point and then start relaxing. They earn it every single day. They accept their, their, they take full responsibility of their choices and what they've done in their life. They, they, have a code of honor they have a word that they 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 if they give their word they follow through with it their word is their bond they have uncompromising integrity you know they have strong character if knocked back down they get back up they're never out of the fight and i i relate to that so much and you should too you're never out of the fight ever there's always a way to get back up there's always a way to win whether winning is in war like these guys do it, or if it's just, you know, a bad breakup or going through some of this stuff that I've been through that's knocked me on my ass. You get back up, you're never out of the fight. And the lives of my teammate and the success of our mission depend on me. I love that because it means that, yeah, we're all, I am an important, what that says to me is I am an important part of this team. I matter. What I do matters. And what you do in your life matters. It matters to the people around you, to your family, to your children, to your wife, to your parents, to your community, to, your, to the world, okay? So to your country, it matters. You matter. Act like it. And innovative and disciplined. My training is never complete. So if you're a type of person who is like, yeah, well, you know, I know that. Yeah, I know how to do that. I'm good, I'm good at that. I, you know, I'm good at that. I, I, I don't have to really learn anymore. I don't need to learn from anybody. I'm pretty good at that. You know, training is never complete. There's always a next level. There's always something to learn. I love that. And, uh, you know, I do not advertise the nature of my work. Well, that's not really for us, right? <laughs> Those guys are, they can't even show their faces. So, uh, but you got to respect that. They're doing it because they want to be a SEAL. Got to love that. And I persevere and thrive on adversity. I train for war and fight to win. I love that because it, it's like, you know what? When times get tough, you need to get tougher. Okay? You're not out there putting your, your life on the line like these guys are. But that's the mindset of a warrior. That's the mindset of the most elite warrior in the world. I will never quit. I will not fail. The only failing is quitting, really, right? (laughs) So there you go. Just wanted to share that. And that is the powerful start. What a powerful way to kick off the Ask episode. So thanks for for checking that out. I hope that really made a difference to you, hearing that, because it did to me. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to be learned there. So let's get very quickly, read the the review of the week. Comes to us from Kaizen Speed. Very real. It's hilarious when you talk about cheesy podcast commercials, okay? This guy is reading the reviews and making changes based on what his audience says. Good stuff. Keep it up. Thanks, Kaizen Speed. And yes, man, you know, I'm real. I like to keep it real. That's how I roll. That's how I feel best in my life. And I know that I can serve other people best when I'm being myself, when I'm not walking on eggshells and trying to be someone that I'm not. Because you can forget, right? So I really appreciate that. And yes, I do listen to what you say, and I will make changes as long as it's in my as long as it's in, in uh, congruent with my goal of helping you in your life. I will do it. If it's something that I think is not relevant to anyone else except you, then I won't do it. <laughs> you know, if you tell me never to never to interview a certain type of person. You know, uh, anyway, I like because of their, uh, I don't know. I can't even think about it right now. I can't even think about a situation. But so, anyway, cool. Awesome. Yes, I do read the reviews. So, if you haven't left me a review, make sure you go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, the app on Stitcher, wherever. Leave us a review. I read them. I read everything. So, make sure you. Have your voice heard because you are part of this show. If you listen, have your voice heard. Let me know what you like about this show. And if there's something you want me to change, make a suggestion. And that is a form of taking action in your life. Okay. And participating in a community of like-minded people. Cause that's what this is. That's the best I can do to uh, make this more interactive, right? Cause otherwise it's just me talking on the mic. And I don't want that, I want interaction. That's why, by the way, we've launched the the Legendary Life Group, uh, group Coaching, can't, can't speak English right now, but we've launched the Legendary Life Group Coaching and man, I am so excited with that because I'm gonna be interacting, we're gonna be talking back and forth, feeding off of each other's energy instead of me by myself behind the mic, which I, I love that too, or on Skype with another person. Uh, so yeah. All right, let's get to the Ask Ted question. And this comes to us from Shawn Michael. I'll read it really quickly and then get to the answer. Dear Ted, it's been a while since I've reached out. However, I just wanted to let you know I am proud of the work that you continue to do. I've noticed the wonderful changes and I'm honored to grow with you as one of the earlier listeners of your podcast. I have learned and continue to learn and implement many programs or suggestions and tips that you and your guests have to offer i'd like to i'd like to keep this short because frankly i get sick just thinking about it and disappointed in myself when a cheat day turns into a complete disaster or complete fall off the wagon for a day or two could you kindly address share your thoughts and experience on how to get back on track when that one potato chip becomes the whole bag or that one slice may become the whole pie or must I mention ice cream and on and on. By the way, I love ice cream. I think it's something we all go through. However, it's so hard not to beat yourself up. All my respect and here's to all the fellas wanting to change for the better and become the men they want to be with your new group coaching. Awesome, thank you so much, Sean. And absolutely, this is something that everyone deals with. So I'm gonna gonna keep this short because I want to keep these episodes a bit shorter and more action-packed. So number one, get rid of the guilt. I hear this all the time. I hear the guilt from my clients. I hear the guilt from my coaching clients, from my in-person clients, and from my online clients. Like, oh man, I haven't worked out in five days. Oh, I fell off the wagon. Oh, I ate some bad food. You know, cry me a river. Get over that crap. Everybody falls off the wagon. It's not a big deal. I fall off the wagon. It's not a big deal, okay? Get rid of the guilt. Why? Because it doesn't help you. Guilt in your life does not help you. It's indulgence and it's self-sabotaging behavior. So if you're indulging in guilt, oh God, you know, I ate the ice cream and now I'm a piece of crap because I ate crap and I'm junk food because I ate junk food. I don't know, whatever you tell yourself, stop doing that. It is is not only counterproductive, but it's like I said, self-indulgent. It's like you secretly buying into this bullshit so you don't have to do what you need to do. That's the way I look at it. Now, maybe that's right for you. Maybe it's not quite accurate for you. But it doesn't matter. Get rid of it, okay? Instead, what should you do instead? Because I know you're like, well, if I don't beat myself up, what do I do? Well, ask yourself whenever you have, whenever you fall off the wagon. By the way, I did too. I was over at my dad's house. Dad's house, like I mentioned earlier. You think I ate well there? My dad does not eat well. All right. He is, uh, you know, drinks too much, eats a bunch of junk food. And, you know, he likes gourmet food, but it's not necessarily nutritious. Right. And I had some butter popcorn ice cream sundae. Uh, Don't don't get the wrong idea. It's not a huge sundae. It's two scoops of ice cream with some sauce and some caramelized popcorn and uh, like this Reese's peanut butter cup type thing, except it was way more tasty and way more decadent. And I ate it. I ate the hell out of it. And you know what? I didn't feel that bad about doing it. I said, well, you know, I'm a bit stuffed here. I probably ate a little bit too much. So instead of beating myself up, and this is what I tell all my clients to do, ask yourself what you can do to manage the damage. It's all about the actions you take. What can you do now to manage the damage? And I'm going to give you two things. Uh, Number one, and I'll just share it right from my personal experience. I knew I was going to eat bad over the weekend. So I made sure I worked out with weights on Friday. I was over there from Friday to Monday morning. So I uh, made sure I worked out on Friday, made sure I took a walk on Saturday. And then I went into the ocean, which had like brutal waves and splashed around in the ocean. Tried some body surfing. Got dragged under by a rip current and held there for a few seconds. Got kind of scared. <laughs> the ocean. If you uh, if you're a surfer, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you grew up on uh, in a place where with some pretty uh, intense waves, you know what I'm talking about. And so, what you need to ask yourself: Okay, can you work out that day or the next morning? Or work out the day before if you know you're gonna have a bad meal. Fit in exercise. Strength training works best. If you've already worked out, then what you need to do is maybe walk the next day, right? And that's what you need to do. Find where you can take action to manage the damage. And working out is the first thing because that's gonna speed up your metabolism. It's gonna make that stuffed full feeling go away Okay, especially if you do it beforehand, right? It's kind of hard to plan bad meals because it's usually spontaneous. But if you know you're going to have one, like during the holidays, then you work out with weights before, or you try to fit it in after once the bloating feeling, the bloated feeling kind of backs off a bit and, and allows you to move. If not, you work out with weights the next day. If uh, you know, but you can always take a walk. All right or I know it's freezing out there and you can't go for a walk. Do some type of exercise. Maybe a few body weight squats. Do what you can. A few push ups. Do something to speed up your metabolism, to speed up your digestion. You're going to feel better. Okay. And the other thing that you can do is okay. Let's say you, let's say you had your terrible meal. Right. That one potato chip turned into an entire big bag of potato chips what you can do is the next meal that you have whether that's dinner that night or maybe if you screwed up during dinner then you do it the next morning you have you start right you manage the damage back off on the calories so in, so just make sure you for example in the morning have have 3 eggs with some salsa and you know maybe a handful of nuts get rid of the starchy carbohydrates and that's a way you can back off on uh, calories to help manage all those calories you ate from the day before. Or if it's lunch or dinner time, have a salad stuffed with real greens like spinach, romaine, those types of greens, not iceberg lettuce. And make sure you have chicken, steak, fish, some some type of su- a substantial amount of protein in there, six to eight ounces, and in your salad and keep it light with the dressing. That way you cut down on the carbs. Not that carbs are evil, but they're just they're the easiest way to pack in the calories, right? So so those are the two things that I want you to do. Find a way to get a workout in or to take a walk, and then two, the next meal or next several meals until you start to feel good, okay? start really backing off the calories. And the best way to do that is something like a salad or uh, the egg dish that I mentioned, you know, three eggs, a few scoops of some type of salsa. Or if it's lunch or dinner, have a salad with a substantial amount of protein and some real greens like kale or baby spinach, baby kale, romaine, mixed greens, whatever. Or you can do a solid piece of protein, like a steak, chicken, fish, and then have like grilled or sauteed vegetables on the side. Okay. That's what you do. You just make the changes. You just eat a little bit better, cut down on the calories. Okay. Never guilt yourself. Say, all right, I'm full. I've made a mistake. What can I do now? Then go and do it. I've given you a few options and put them into play. That's all I've got. I hope you have an awesome rest of your week, and I will speak to you soon.
0: You've reached the end of another episode of The Man Project. Connect with us at manprojectpodcast.com. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free tools. See you next episode.